Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. This <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. We are back. We are back. Uh, And I'm sorry that we have been a little erratic on when we drop these podcasts. We're getting really sloppy. We're trying to be resolute now that we're going to do these every week just as you would expect them to be there. And if they're not, then that'll also be our new policy. So we'll... we don't know. But anyway, we're going to try. I don't think anybody's really complained. I think maybe two people have complained. You mean both listeners? Yes, both yes. listeners have complained. Well, but, anyway, uh, we want to, even those two people deserve a better effort from us, and we'll, we'll work at it. Yes. So how are you doing? I'm all right, actually. I'm a little tired. Yeah. A little tired. Just You've been uh, working, haven't you? I've been working a lot. I've uh, been reporting traffic, Seattle traffic. Uh, working on voiceovers. I haven't been traveling, but I've just been working a lot. I would sure rather report Seattle traffic than be in it. I know. It's just, just awful. I know. Awful. I awful. know. So okay. yeah, I'm all, I'm all right. How about you? I'm doing okay. When you arrived today, you came. Uh, I was down at the lower part of our driveway, and I was uh, walk. So essentially, when you came up the driveway, mm-hmm. which is a kind of a long driveway, you were right parallel with me. But you looked, you never saw me. I did not see you. Yeah, you went straight past me. And this, to me, uh, is uh, exhibit A of a long-held theory by me. Did you wave to me and stuff? And did you think yes, I was just ignoring I did. you? I waved to you. Yeah, I didn't shout, but I waved. I thought, well, surely she sees me. What was the look on my face? It was, uh, it, it was not, you weren't smiling. You didn't look happy. You were wearing glasses, I believe. And you... um, I was staring straight ahead. You were staring straight ahead. Just like the blinders they put on racehorses. That's kind of how you looked. And uh, this is my theory. I didn't see you. I didn't see you at all. That's right. You know why? Because you did not look sideways you don't and well, this why is, do i need to look sideways i'm in your driveway i have to drive up the hill i don't want to look sideways i want to look forward because your dog sometimes will run out to the car and so i'm very they could have come at you from the side here's my here's my theory now you are welcome to uh <laughs> to oh, throw will. it right back at me but uh I, this is and i've known this is something i have believed because i've noticed it for a long, long time. What is it? It is this, that there is a fundamental difference between the way men and women drive. Uh, and Well, it, yeah, I mean, that. I think you're And right. I'm not saying women aren't good drivers. I'm not going with that old canard about women drivers and all that. I think they drive just as well as men, but they drive differently in that they look tend to look straight ahead when they drive. They and, don't. They don't look... 
right and left very much so that they would be more likely to be t-boned because they never see it coming but but here's the other part do you want to see that coming no i don't don't. no well that's true if you're going to get t-boned you might as well it might as well just be a surprise. Yeah, so it's better to get T-boned than, than, than get T-boned when you have time still to go, ah! It's better <laughs> right. to do the, the yelling after. So you're saying that men are constantly flicking their eyes about the... I think men are more... Uh, uh, panoramic drivers. We're, I think so. I, this is what I believe. Because here's here's the, the linchpin of this theory, is that this is what I've noticed. Okay. And, and feel free to hurl brickbats my way, but I think... That if if you're trying to merge on a onto a you know a, a two lane lo- road that okay. suddenly becomes one lane. Oh, okay, right. My observation is that you're more likely, be you man or woman, to let have a driver let you in that is a male than a female. Me- females are not looking over there to see if you want to merge or not. I don't. I do. I, I, gosh, just because I didn't look at you in the driveway, now you're making this wild assumption that I don't let people merge? Well, I I don't know. I don't, you may think you let people merge, but you're not aware of that. I think women let people merge because women are more about, let's everybody get to, let's everybody, men are more aggressive and and they they will feel it as an affront if anybody gets in front of them. Oh my gosh. No, I would tend to agree with you, but it's, but my observation doesn't support that. Well, well, that doesn't make sense. You would tend to agree? No, I would tend to agree with you that men are more aggressive as drivers and you would think that they would be, nobody's getting in front of me. me But I'm just telling you, I find, maybe it's just me. But uh, so you but say that guys most are... female drivers won't let me merge. Well, uh, I <laughs> maybe because I have to wait till a big hulking guy comes along and he goes, "Yeah, go ahead, go ahead." <laughs> because he feels sorry for you. Maybe yeah. I don't. I I don't know. I I do look I around. Can, I I'm, can't prove this theory. It's I'm just always a theory. looking in my side mirrors. Always, I'm looking in the rearview mirror. And but by the time I got to your driveway, I could drive up your driveway with my eyes closed. I didn't need to be pretty much did. I didn't need to be on alert really too much for things around me. I was just paying attention to what was in front. But of what me. if a lion or something had come her, running at your car, and you didn't see it coming <laughs> from the side? Did well, you? I had my windows up. Oh yeah, well that's good because <laughs> no lion could possibly break a window. So I feel bad though because I did did look in the rearview mirror and saw the dogs in the back and then i saw you and i went oh there was pat I oh, wonder, so you did see me in i the saw mirror. you after yeah because i told yeah i checked my rearview mirror and yeah okay well we can drop that that's just that's just um i think you're wrong if anybody wants to weigh in on this yeah i think you're wrong though we probably won't get around to talking about it or acknowledging yeah your thought for a while but we will eventually and we even have a phone number too if you can believe that it's 425-522-BURP and uh, what it, how, if they want to email us, they just go to... Yeah, comments at peculiarpodcast.com, yeah, or uh, you can also just comment on Facebook, too. Do we have a diatribe at peculiarpodcast.com, or screed at peculiarpodcast.com? We should get those no. in, in there, too, I think, for, for certain yeah, it's people. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, I have spent this uh, last two or three days... My wife and I together, immersed in, we, I, we've decided we got to clean up all the crap in our life. We're, we've been getting rid of a lot of stuff at Goodwill, 
And oh wow! Why didn't you let me go through it before you gave it away to Goodwill? No, it's just uh, it's. Uh, That's what everybody says. Nah, it's crap. But you never know. Well, I mean, if Goodwill takes it, it's not crap. I mean, they 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 will re- they'll reject something if it's just a piece of garbage. But mm-hmm. uh, like, but, what sort of stuff have you been giving them? Um, like clothes and yeah, clothes and it's clothes that are um, out of fashion. I mean, I gave all my buckskin stuff away <laughs> and my cowboy hats and. My Jim Bowie knife. No, but it it was we when my wife's parents passed away a couple of years ago, and they did it in pretty fast succession. We then had a bunch of their furniture, and it was sitting down in a garage. And and uh, was it g- cool furniture? Eh, not so cool. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, their cat peed over most oh. of it. Oh. But we. Uh, <laughs> But we we cleaned it up and and it, it smelled springtime fresh, so it was fine and it, it it will be useful furniture for someone, and we tried to move it in garage sales and nobody would buy it and oh you know it's one of those things if you put it down on the curb and put the word free on it nobody will take it, but if you put the word ten dollars on it somebody might get it yeah they'll say yeah. what a deal free yeah. is not a deal have you have you given things to Goodwill haven't you. Uh, yeah, I guess. St. Vincent, I you guess? Well, I the what's the big blue truck? The bi- in, uh, in Seattle. That's Northwest Center. Yeah, I think. so I've yeah left stuff out there. Before. And then most of Northwest Center stuff. I'm too lazy to take it to Goodwill. Winds up at um, Value Village. Yes. Yeah. Which is ironic that I'll give it away and then I'll turn around and go shopping at Value Village. Well, that's Village. what I'm telling. That's Sometimes what I'm saying. Have I'll you ever <laughs> seen your stuff at these? Because we've seen our stuff. You have at, at, at Goodwill. Yeah, we've seen it. Maybe three weeks later. Oh, look, that looks kind of nice. Maybe we should get that. <laughs> Didn't we have one of these before? Yeah, we should get one. I miss it. But uh, but the but the the hardest part was going through multiple boxes of memorabilia. And I, this is everything from newspaper clippings where, you know, I, I got to win a second prize in a fishing derby. I mean, all the stuff of your <laughs> oh, life is all these clippings that my mom mostly kept. I think that's so cool and fun to look through a box you haven't opened in 10 years. It is, it is, but it's overwhelming because well, I, yeah, I, I didn't I just want to go through it. I wanted to go throw it. I, so I threw a lot of it away. Without looking at it? No, no. I, I, we looked at everything and that's what oh, that's takes, a good idea. It takes so much time. Right. There are old letters uh, from other significant people in yeah. your life that are no longer I have all my in mother's, your life. my so mother's old letters I, I would I would keep all of my mom's stuff I'm talking yeah. about uh, you know the uh, old girlfriends or the uh, you know ex-husbands that kind of stuff Wow so you got a did you know I had a husband? Yeah, I <laughs> yes, I'm very surprised, <laughs> and I'm surprised you've hung on to them for yeah. so long. Yeah, me too. I probably, I probably have, so it, old, I probably have old boyfriend stuff. I need to probably purge. Yeah, yeah. I guess you do because the the idea. I used to have this idea, and I saved all these audio tapes and oh, all of this yeah. stuff because I thought my kids are going to want to have this and listen to this someday. And then at some point, I realized, no, they're not. <laughs> yeah. They really aren't. Yeah. So I so that made it easier to start throwing some of that stuff away. The old that's hard though cornball stuff I did in high school and college. But that's good because that's how hoarders. Yeah. Uh, if you don't, if you hang on to that because you you feel there's some sort of intrinsic value, you will be overwhelmed with stuff, and that's good. I'm really proud that you're just able to say, "Yep, yeah, eh, don't need it." Yeah, need but it. I but you go through this. Uh, I guess my wife called it sort of a sentimental, emotional. Mm-hmm. A roller coaster. Some things you see, and I, 
I, you really laugh hard because <laughs> God, I wrote that. That's that really is funny. You know, that wasn't bad. I'm not. I'm just not. Didn't just do all crap. Some stuff was pretty good. Right. But then you'll see pictures of people that aren't around anymore, oh, or yeah. uh, read up. I don't know a birthday card from somebody, and, mm-hmm. and I collect all of those. Every time somebody I know dies, uh, then I keep their little memorial thing. So I've got mm-hmm. that stuff, and so you, I went, we went between being kind of bummed out and then kind of elated at the same time. Mostly elated because we were getting rid of all this stuff, but uh, it it just leads you down roads and it reminds you of things that you have forgotten, but it with a little trigger. You can remember, oh, mm-hmm. I forgot about that. And my wife, for example, she walked downstairs today, and she said, um, I was looking at pictures of, my, my dad had this clothing store in my hometown, right. little hometown, and and uh, so everybody, you know, in town knew it, and everybody would go in there, and my, and my wife, Patty, who's a very honest person, said, I have to tell you something. I just remembered yesterday when we were going through all that memorabilia. I forgot that I did this. I stole the S off of your dad's sign that said stairs. said, your dad had a stairs in his store, right? I said, yeah. <laughs> well, there was a sign there that said stairs. There were separate letters, S-T-A. I, I, I stole one of the S's. The first S or the last S? She said I probably was the last S because I was short. She's short, and I so I could have gotten it more easily from a higher step. <laughs> so I said, it said stare? She said, yeah, yeah. Why? I said, well, that's not so bad. But if it had stolen the other S, it would have said tears, and nobody would have known what the heck that was all about. So I guess it's better. Somehow, but why did you steal it? She said, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's your dad's store. I mean, she was just in school. You know, she was in high school. I just, I don't know. I just took it. I said, well, where is it? She said, I don't know. <laughs> it was made out of wood. It was had a single screw right. holding it there, and she she decided to purloin it. Hmm. And then that reminded her that that her best friend in high school, whose name uh, first name was Norma, Norma, and her sister. Janie, her older sister Janie and Norma, she said, I just, I forgot about this. Those two went around town and stole stuff all the time. (laughs) All the time. Wow. She said, one time I remember they went into another very popular store in my hometown, another clothing store. And she goes in there, Norma does, and is in there for a while trying on different clothes and stuff like that. Patty said, I would get so nervous being around them that I couldn't go I couldn't hang out with them so I waited outside on the sidewalk mm-hmm. finally Norma comes out and she's got no bags or anything in her hand Patty said well well, did, uh, didn't you buy anything she said no uh uh-uh. uh well didn't I thought you were going in to get something oh I did and she she opens up her coat and she's got like five layers of different shirts on oh my god so this slender woman Go, walks into the store and a husky one walks out. <laughs> Nobody noticed, apparently. Desperado, why don't you come to your senses? That was before the days of those electronic little beeper tags. I get, that yeah. They put on. Yeah, and then uh, it's for, because of people like Norma exactly. that they invented them in the first exactly. place. Exactly. Uh, so, um, but I don't know about you, but I'd never typed anything when I was. 
in school or school age. So I don't no, remember. I, the only thing I've, I, I've told this story before. The only thing that I and I learned at a young age because my mom dragged me back to the store and made me face the music was when I stole. I put candy in my underpants. Candy. Is it still there? <laughs> no, but I just it is it is interesting. Uh, how how a child's mind works. I knew she wasn't going to buy it for me. I had asked right, her, right. and and she said, "No, you are not getting any candy." And and my child mind said, "Well, the, the hell I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just uh, <clears throat> handle it the only way I know how." And that is to stick it in my pants. And that's to stick it in my underpants. <laughs> and 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 I knew it was wrong. I mean, I was four four years old, five years old, <clears throat> and I knew it was wrong. I knew I was going against her wishes. I was obviously sticking it in my underpants so that nobody would see me. I just, I had a criminal mind. Just doesn't that scare you a little bit that that children can be that well? I think a four-year-old manipulative and a four-year-old you wouldn't would probably could do it all day long. Nobody's going to think they're looking for teenage, you know, delinquents. Right? No, I understand that, but I'm I'm just very surprised and fascinated with my the, well then how did you get the criminal intent that because they were wrapped in cellophane and it made noises <laughs> i was <laughs> my mother said so, you're walking <laughs> lisa my come mother, here yeah she said what is that noise that's pretty funny and uh yeah she busted me so with- the lesson you learned is no you don't get stuff with cellophane you get uh, loose candies or things like that that don't make any noise. But can't, there's no candy that's wrapped in cloth. Yeah. So if I had, if there was cloth covered covered candy, I would have gotten away with it. But then that makes me wonder: Would I've been emboldened to? Would I be up to stealing cars by the time I was eight? Who knows? So yeah, you might have been. Uh, so yeah, no, I I never. But you know, I I I would take stuff from work. You know, you know, pens and paper and. Well, I think you know, most workplaces count on a certain amount of that. I mean, that's still not right, though. No, it's not right. But I mean, Books. if you're working at a place and they have, you know, company pens with their name on it, you could say, "Well, it's advertising." I can take it's this branding. pen around, and I'll be sure. an ambulatory marketer for this company. Yeah. So, but I'm I'm not much of a stealer. I can't think of anything else I've stolen on purpose. I've accidentally stolen things. Really? How yeah. do you do that? Well, I've told you this story before. I don't think there's any stories we haven't told each other, but I I absentmindedly went to the bank one time, and you know those little receptacles you put your checks and stuff in, and then it goes in the pneumatic oh, tube? Yeah. And, yes. and then it comes back. Well, oh, you took one of those. I took Oops. one of those. I, I took, oh, yeah. I grabbed it out of the little port, and I drove away with it. Yeah. I used to work at a bank, and we we had spare ones on hand because of idiots like you that would drive off with now, them. Now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. Well... How well, do that's, that's kind of rude. So, how, oh, I guess you just empty your stuff out and then stick it on the seat and go, right? No, I took the whole thing, dumped it on the seat, and went. Oh, I see. Yeah, I didn't look. So, um, but I took it back. I did drive it back to the bank. And they said, well, you wondered when you'd come back with that. <laughs> I said, sorry. Yeah, but that's not even worth stealing. Yeah, I mean, and I actually debated, what, what, should I even drive it back? In the grand scheme of a bank, uh, does this really matter? I, yeah, I probably should bring it back. But that was only after I was thinking of what could I use it for? I could keep pens in it or something? Would it be something I could drink out of? <laughs> um, 
I don't think so because both ends open. Yeah, I couldn't think of any practical mm. use for it, so I. And it probably was just back. littered with germs. Can you imagine how many people's hands and spit and stuff's on snot? Yeah, There's probably prob all sorts of things on there you don't want to really touch. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. I reckon. Not to mention my stuff. Yeah. Which was in there. It's already making me sick. So, uh, but anyway, not to belabor the subject, but it is it's really funny how how your memories get sparked again. And I write. Uh, read several letters that I wrote to my parents that were when I was in school and in college and at different <laughs> jobs and uh, I always tried to make them funny. Uh, there was one thing I wrote. Um, <laughs> my dad was uh, sick a lot of the towards the end of his life for many years, so he's always going to the hospital, and I knew he hated the hospital, mm. so I would send him funny cards that were also a little body. Because um, he liked that too, and uh, one I found yesterday I'd completely forgotten about was called. It was a big card, but it was in a Manila thing, and it looked and it said "Nurses Report" on it. Mm -hmm. Very oh. official hey, there's sounding. An, there's an airplane. You do this every time an airplane drives by. I love airplanes. I love trains the most, but don't get me don't get me started on that. I there's a commercial on the air right now for the lottery, I think, or something, where a guy takes his lottery winnings and then he gets a real train that he just can drive in and out of his garage. <laughs> I thought, well, I know you're trying to be funny, but that's man, if right. I won the lottery, that's what I would do. I really would do that. Are just you... a train we could drive around our own property. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? No, I guess so. Yeah. I don't. I suppose, my, I suppose the neighbors would complain. I don't really. I'm not a train person. Yeah. Unless there's a bar car. Well, yeah. you have a bar car? Oh, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. I'm in fact, in. it'll be the head car. I'm the bar in. car. The engine will actually push the bar car. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> That's the way we'll set it up. Okay. All right. So, um, so back to the card that said nurse's report. Yeah. So I wrote this entire nurse's report in it. And it was, you know, it was, it was childish humor in it. It was my dad constantly, and it's written from the nurse's point of view. She, she goes in. Uh, you know, 5.36 a.m., I went in to uh, see Mr. Cashman. He uh, uh, he uh, said, uh, he said, oh, gee, I can't, I, I, who turned the lights out? Is, is, there a total, is there a total eclipse going on right now? So he's constantly making fun of my weight, which uh, which I, I take because I know this man is very sick. Mm. But then 5, 5.42 p.m., Mr. Cashman tried to make it up to me. He gave me a gift. I th I thought it was very sweet. I opened it. It was a copy of Moby Dick. You know, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Tabasco sauce in his enema tonight. You know, and there's this whole report like that. Oh, that's really sweet. But it cheered my dad up a lot. So, but all these things I've saved. So, it's fun to go through them because they are. Now, why wouldn't you want to save you forget, those? You forget how much fun you had to in your go life. through again in 20 years. What uh, are you gonna do in 20 years? What are you gonna look through then? Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'd, I'd probably, this stuff I, has been around for 30, 40 years, yeah. really. I mean, so I, I doubt that I'll ever look through it again. Yeah. But I might. At least I know what it is now and mm -hmm. where I can find it. If I would, oh, yeah, I want to find that particular thing. Mm -hmm. But, man, it really, it makes you, and a lot of pictures of us with our kids and our kids of different ages. and You saved um, those, though, right? Oh, oh well, then the, of the nice kids I did, yeah. <laughs> 
Of, you don't have photo albums that you just have loose pictures. That that was yeah. such a drag to put everything in a photo album. I remember. Well, this I is, don't put any pictures in photo. I don't even have pictures anymore. They're all in my phone. I know. Well, and that do do you have? Did you uh, put all of your uh, old pictures? Did you snap pictures of them? That that's no. what we're going to. Our That's ambition, our ambition trouble. is to scan all of this. Oh again. my I, god! I know it'll take forever, won't it? It'll take forever. Why would you do that? Well, then you don't have to lug all these. I mean, you you know that next the room that next yeah. room there we have a large TV in there. Yeah. Well, take a look at the trunk that it's sitting on. This big green. Uh, filled with pictures. It's filled with. I mean, there must be thousands in there. Well, and and the other thing I do notice when I was going through my memorabilia. Is that I, I was kicking myself because I used to dutifully write on the back of the picture where it was, when it happened, and and I say the majority of our pictures have no such information on them. We can't remember where. We don't know even who's that guy. I'm standing. Who's that guy? You know that kind of. <laughs> it's just so so. I those are the kind of pictures I jettisoned. I thought, well, I yeah. I don't know who that is, and nobody else does either. So. Yeah. I'll give it the heave hole. I felt bad I, when I cleaned out my grandmother's estate. She had just lots and lots of pictures of people I didn't know and didn't care about. And I, I t- t- tossed them all. Yeah. I, I felt terrible. No, but you did the right there thing. There were pictures. There, she was in some of the pictures, but I just, there, there were, and there were lots of them. And I, I threw most of them away. Um, uh, even are, though, you know, those old black and whites are vintage and collectible, but I just, I thought, I don't know who these people are. Yeah. I'm getting rid of them. I found a lot of pictures like that, uh, that I know were ancestral folks, right? Uh, but I couldn't pick any yeah, of them out. I don't know who and, they are. And I, I'm of the vintage in our family now where, uh, the buck stops here pretty much. My parents are gone. My wife's parents are gone. So if we don't know who's in the pictures, no, right. that's been... That was buried. It's gone. Right, exactly. and nobody, nobody else does. Did you find anything uh, valuable or surprising as you were going through the boxes of memorabilia? Well, like I said, mostly just things that I had forgotten. And some, in a couple of cases, oh, God, I'm glad I still have that. Although I don't know why. I didn't miss it all these years, but it was kind of cool. I have this thing. Maybe I've talked about this before. I have, I, there was a book I had that. I don't remember how I acquired it, but when I was a kid, it was called something like The Big Book of Baseball. And I remember, well, I spent hours poring over it and learning all the names of great old baseball players, and it had the rules of the game in there, and there's a lot of great stuff in there, because I'm kind of a baseball fan, and and the book just disappeared, and I don't remember why. You probably have things like that from yeah. your kid. You ask your mom, and she, uh, I don't know. I just, I, I don't, I don't know. I didn't yeah. see it around here. So I have tried, and I've, I've d- almost dwelt on this for years. I've got to find that book. I've got to find that, not, not the one I own, but uh, the, there's got to be copy. a bunches of these. Right. I've gone through the internet. And uh, go, I go through bookstores. I mean, I never go into an antique store with books in it that I don't look for it mm-hmm. all the time. Oh. And I and I wish I could more exactly remember the title of it. I'm sure I could, but I googled "big book of baseball" and there's other uh, there's other big books of baseball, but that's not the one mm-hmm. I was looking for. Do you have any? Do you have anything like that that you just you just have to? Well, I. 
take take time to swallow your. Well, I thought you were going to continue with your story, so that it was a good time to drink my bloody mary. Well, the good the good ending to the story would be that yes, he finally found the book. Yeah. And but you know what'll happen if I ever do find the book? I'll be crushingly disappointed in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it wasn't such a great thing after all. Sometimes the memory of something is much more. Uh, is bigger and better than the actual thing. Yeah, I just I used to love certain TV shows, you know, Lone Ranger and uh, Lassie and stuff that I grew up with. You see it if you see get a chance to see it. Now you say, you're nah, like, I, I wish I'd have left that in the drawer of my memory. I don't think there's anything because I forget about stuff. So I don't think there's anything I can think of now where I'm like, I wonder whatever happened to that. If I come across it, I'll go, oh. That's where that went. I won't. It won't occur to me to even know it. You know, it existed before I come across it. But so I, I have a wedding ring that I take off a lot because my 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 fingers get swollen. What is that? What's that? It's coming from my phone. No, no it's, it's not. No, it's not. It's a. It sounds like a saw. Oh, the neighbor's sawing something over there. My ho- neighbor. Hopefully, his arm. My neighbor's sawing something too. Over and over and over. Maybe these two are in cahoots. Like, see, we like to do these podcasts with the window open, but guys like that neighbor. What's he, he building? I and don't. you had a really sour look on your face when you said, "Oh, it's the neighbor." Yeah, I don't. Know. He, do he's, not, he's he's fine. You guys not get along. Well, he probably doesn't listen to the podcast. You can no, no, he doesn't. <clears throat> and here's the thing. Here's the he, thing. Uh, you maybe have met people like this. When I first met him, he'd said. Yeah, we've been in this house about. Uh, we had to move here. I said, "Oh, yeah. W- why? Ah, we couldn't couldn't take the neighborhood we were in. Uh, just really bad neighbors there. And uh, in fact, this is the third time we've had to move because we had really bad neighbors in our first neighborhood. Wow. And then uh, happened all over again in the second. And then now that I've gotten to know and experience this neighbor a bit, mm-hmm. um, it, it's a become clear to me that no the bad neighbor was you really yeah is this the guy that blows off the uh m80s at fourth of july and after for a whole week after yeah that's the guy that's the guy nice enough guy i mean i'm just not he's not a neighbor from hell or anything like that but um just yeah he's fine he's fine we got a plenty of elbow room out here. Yeah, you, you do. Know? It's not you like have, he's, in, he's not like, he, I've lived in neighborhoods and you probably have two where the next house over is like, you can't even walk between the two houses. They're mm-hmm. that close to mm-hmm. you. So this is fine. Uh, all right. So enough about that. Well, I wanted to ask you too, as you were going through the boxes, were they all stored like somewhere? Like in, in my... Yeah. We've, we have, we have created enormous space now by getting rid of this stuff. Was there spiders and rats and stuff in it? Yeah. In fact, when you came over here today, before we started doing this podcast, uh, I was uh, combing my hair, standing over the sink, and a spider ran up up the sink trying to get out of there. It ran... What do you mean it ran up the sink? I don't know where he came from. It ran up the drain? Yeah, he was coming from the direction of the drain. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. And I... But I caught him and I let him outside. But then with your bare hands, or did you catch him with a, I, a Tupperware? No, I bought a, a, a spider trap. It's a big old piece of cup, got metal jaws on it and stuff. <laughs> but if I have a I have a Tupperware out, I've just left it out now yeah. because these giant house spiders, it's fall ish. Boy, they're everywhere they now, aren't are they? Everywhere, yeah. 
And I have to build in like an extra half hour into my day just because I know I'm going to have to, because I'm not going to leave the house if I see one of them sitting on the ceiling. Because he's going to invite his friends in while you're gone. Or he'll go get in my hairbrush or something. Yep. If he's on the ceiling, if I knew he was going to stay there, then then that would be one thing. But I have to get a chair, get the, and I don't kill, they're too big to even, they're meaty. You well, can't kill something that meaty. Maybe you can uh, freeze them, eat them. Well, no, you know what I do? I take them out to the bus stop. I t- put them in the Tupperware and I walk them all the way across the street. I put them at the bus stop because <laughs> I'm hoping they'll just get out of town. Do you wait for, you wait for the bus to come, make sure they're on it? <laughs> That'd no, be funny when just... you have a, have a little container full of spiders, the bus <laughs> pulls up, doors swing open, you throw the spider dish in there and take off running. <laughs> With your money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they're yeah. awful. They're well, awful. when you when you came here just before we started, uh, my I heard it screaming. You did too from upstairs in my house. I run in there. My wife is just taking a shower. Well, she didn't really scream. She just said, uh, "Pat, can you come here for a minute, please?" Yeah, in a very rather frantic. So when I go in there, I said, "Where are you?" And she said, "I'm I'm in here." And I, and I just I think a million things. Oh my God! I hope she didn't. I didn't cut herself or. Uh, uh, you know, fall down and hurt herself or cut her, yeah, something. But it was, she was just, she just was standing with her towel around her and saying, look in there. And, and we have the shower and there was, this spider was huge. Ev- I know what he, you're he talking big. about. Those are, these are the giant European house spiders that come out this time of year. Yeah, it looked like a giant squid or an octopus in there. And it was, it was big. And in this case, I decided, no, you know what? I'm not going to liberate him because I don't want him coming back. I don't have time to take him down to the bus stop. <laughs> so he's going down the drain. You washed him down the drain. I did. Okay, wait a minute. You just said that you were combing your hair and one came up the drain. Why would you wash him down? You haven't gotten rid of him. You realize that. Uh, you just sent I him, let the water run just, for quite a while. You sent him to his little clubhouse where they're all hanging out. They will come back up the drain. Well, he's, he's not gone. He's got to be gone. He can't. He's not gone. I ran that water for about two days. He can't get back up. So we're, he would end up in the septic tank? Yeah. He'll probably still live. <laughs> oh, that would be the only thing I think that could live through the septic tank. Oh, they're horrifying. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I, I don't know why they're horrifying. Because they're so big and they are fast. They are, are, are very fast. They're not poisonous, though. Right. That's what I mean. They won't hurt you. They just are... It's startling to see one. And they're out looking for sex, because this is when they come out. They're showing off. And they think they're going to find sex in my sink? Well, they... Well, they don't know. See, that's the thing. I I don't know. If, I, I let spiders out, as you know. Most of the time, I'll catch them and let them free. I'm, I do that, too. I catch and release now. But, I used to smash them, but now but I then, catch and release. But then I think, well, now, wait a minute. What if he comes back in again? And, and he's like, spiders don't have a real brain that, that would say, thank you, good sir, for freeing me rather than squashing me. Right. I shall not bother you again. I'll be on my way. It was my Fare- mistake. Farewell. So long, my friend. <laughs> My mistake for being in your sink. But no. He, but he's as likely to come right back in again yeah. as he is as when I let him out. So I, I, now I'm starting to rethink this. No, whole. don't kill him because they, they. This is the this is the the justification is that they they kill the insects and the bad spiders because they will actually eat the hobo spiders and the brown recluse brown spider. Recluse and yeah, black widows and stuff. <clears throat> so yeah. they're they're around to do. Might to if do I have good. a little bite of celery? Go for it.
these are damn good Bloody Marys. <laughs> uh, I'm glad Patty wasn't frightened enough by the spider to not fix us a Bloody Mary. That's pretty good. <laughs> we are drinking these, by the way, out yes. of vintage Century 21 Exposition Space Needle World's Fair glasses. Yeah, these are very cool. Mine has the monorail on it. And mine has a picture of, I don't know what this is, a Chinese restaurant. What is that? Oh, Boulevards of the World. Oh, Boulevards of the World. I doubt we even have that anymore. No, here, we don't. So The monorail is described on the glasses. The first high-speed monorail, and it whisks visitors to the exposition site from downtown Seattle over a mile in just 96 seconds. This is a full-scale operation. Of course, the whole thing, it, the plan was that this would be mass transportation system of the future. And, uh, and we'd have them everywhere and we uh -huh. wouldn't have any traffic jams. It'd be great. Yeah. The, the monorail is the same the same track. The same. Still takes 98 seconds. Mm -hmm. uh, although yeah, they maybe, don't, maybe they don't even go that fast anymore because they're so afraid it'll crash or That's break. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Diana Nyad... Uh, as we're recording this, has just set a world record. Uh, mm -hmm. well, it's, well, it's not even that because it's something no one has ever done before, male or female, I think. Or or did a dude do well, this? Well, yeah, no, it is a right. She did set a record. Yeah. Because she's the first person to ever do this. She swam. Did she swim from Cuba to Florida or the other way around? She swam, swam from Cuba to Florida without a shark cage. And that's a Which distance of how many miles? I don't know. I thought I was going to ask you. You're good at that stuff. Well, I have no I, idea. I think it's 100 plus miles. I'm, I'm sure of that. I have no idea. We could find out. I will. I'll check it out. All right. Do that um, well. But at any rate, uh, that this is something she apparently had tried before. Well, it took her 48 hours to do it overall. Wow. It took her two days to, to do it. I, I don't know. You like to swim, right? You've done it before. No, I don't like to swim at all. I thought you used to take... Didn't you go to the pool? I did, but only because I had to. Why I did hate, you have to? I hate getting wet. Because it was the only exercise I could do that would oh. that was good on my joints or, or didn't affect my joints. But no, I hate hated going swimming and getting into a suit and getting wet. I really kind of don't like getting wet. Well, then what's left exercise-wise? <laughs> Not much. Because if you run or... Work out, then you're going to get sweaty, and then you'll be wet again. Yeah, not much. Okay, here we go. Distance now, from Havana to Key West, which is where mm. she went, right? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm getting it on my phone. Um, mm-hmm. Very slowly. Ah, this... And then the print's so small I can't read it. What a waste of time here, that was. Here, let me see. Here. Maybe I can read it. Yeah. No, you can't read that. Now, she, didn't she try this once before and got stung by a bunch of jellyfish and yeah. had, to, had to abort, abort, abort? Yep, I remember. She's tried it more than once. Yeah. And uh, I guess you would say that the waters... 104.91 miles. Oh, you can read it. Do you know how to make stuff bigger on your phone, ding dong? Yeah, well, you, you can... Take, yeah, yeah, yeah you, no, I know. Yeah, I know. well, the, you, that's what... But you, it's still never big enough for me. I'd like a huge phone. <laughs> I know everybody wants their phones to be small. I want mine to be huge. Do you want it like the size of an iPad? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I wouldn't feel silly talking on that thing. Hang on, I'm getting a call. <laughs> Let me get this phone. It's hard to hold it very long. I'd be in favor of it. Well, so this is like her fifth 
sixth try, fifth or sixth try doing well, this. She, she could inspire people, like people living in in Cuba, to say, hey, maybe I can swim all the way to freedom, too. I don't know. She's had she's tried it six times. Yeah. And she's trained, and she has people there feeding her Oreos over the side of the boat. <laughs> maybe a boat would be better. I just don't know. That just, and I'm not really sure... Why do you think she wants to do that? What's the point? Is it for the glory? Is it uh, to? Is she trying to prove something to herself? I bet mostly, she, especially when you fail at something He's, multiple times. Yeah, uh, you can say, "Well, I just can't do it," or you can be more determined than ever. It, she's like sixty-four years old, right? Something yeah. like that. I mean, that's even more impressive when you yeah. think about it. Uh, but you got to—you can't be a will of the wisp. You can't—you cannot be tugboat Annie. But you cannot be Twiggy either. I think you have to be, you have to have a certain amount of um, uh, weight. Uh, Did you say tugboat Annie? I just pulled that out of the air. She actually, I didn't realize that she started her first attempt. She started when she was twenty-eight years old. She tried it. Don't you think she would be more likely at twenty-eight? Yes, that's what I'm saying. To do it than yeah. she is now. So that was back in 1978, and uh, she kind of gave up then. And said, forget it. But you know what else? It. She also says, I'm 28. I can try this again. She had, she sure. said that at 64, she said, this is the last time I'm going to try this. I'm not going to do it again. So when maybe part of it was uh, the psychological thing. I can't give up. I cannot. I can't. Get, I'm not oh, doing this see, ever again. That's just not. Yeah, my brain isn't built that way. If I give it a good shot and it doesn't work out, that's it. I'm not going to try five times. See, you didn't is, want it bad enough is there to anything? try it again. I don't she think wanted it that bad to try it again and again and again. Well, well, then that makes me feel bad that there isn't anything that I want bad enough that I'm going to try more than one. Your songs remind me of swimming, which I forgot when I started to sing. Drift further away from the shore and another bloody mary yes i would <laughs> see there is something you'll try again and again thanks for listening to peculiar podcast join pat and lisa online at peculiar podcasts facebook fan page on twitter at mr pat cashman and at foster chick join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. <laughs>